It's Saturday, March 11th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Silicon Valley Bank collapsed Friday in the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history after a run on deposits doomed the tech-focused lenders' plans to raise fresh capital. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation said it has taken control of the bank via a new entity it created called the Deposit Insurance National Bank of Santa Clara. All of the bank's deposits have been transferred to the new bank, the regulator said. The California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation closed the bank Friday within hours and put it under the control of the FDIC. Insured depositors will have access to their funds by Monday morning, the FDIC said. Depositors with funds exceeding insurance caps will get receivership certificates for their uninsured balances, meaning businesses with big deposits stuck at the bank are unlikely to get their money out soon. The bank is the 16th largest in the U.S., with some $209 billion in assets as of December 31st. In other news, a large winter storm brought rain and flooding across parts of California, a state already reeling from weeks of record snowfall. Central California bore the brunt of the storm, known as an atmospheric river, early Friday afternoon, and residents in parts of Monterey and Santa Cruz counties were under evacuation orders or warnings. At least two people have died in storm-related incidents, and 9,400 people are under evacuation orders according to the Governor's Office of Emergency Services. A flash flood emergency was in effect for Springville, California, a rare alert meaning a violent flood poses imminent danger and could cause catastrophic damage. Around the world, Iran and Saudi Arabia agreed Friday to re-establish diplomatic relations and reopen embassies after seven years of tensions. The major diplomatic breakthrough negotiated with China lowers the chance of armed conflict between the Mideast rivals, both directly and in proxy conflicts around the region. The deal, struck in Beijing this week amid its ceremonial National People's Congress, represents a major diplomatic victory for the Chinese, as Gulf Arab states perceive the United States slowly withdrawing from the wider Middle East. It also comes as diplomats have been trying to end a long war in Yemen, a conflict in which both Iran and Saudi Arabia are deeply entrenched. The two countries released a joint communique on the deal with China, which brokered the agreement as President Xi Jinping was awarded a third five-year term as leader early Friday. Back in the U.S., the House of Representatives on Friday voted 419 to 0 to pass a bill requiring the Biden administration to declassify intelligence related to potential links between the Wuhan Institute of Virology in China and the COVID-19 pandemic. Sponsored by Senators Josh Hawley and Mike Braun, the COVID Origins Act of 2023 passed the Senate by unanimous consent last week. It now heads to the president's desk. Asked Friday evening whether he would sign the bill, Mr. Biden said, I haven't made that decision yet. Although China has disputed that the virus could have leaked from one of its labs, and Chinese officials have repeatedly suggested that the virus started outside the country, the U.S. Energy Department had concluded last month with low confidence that the COVID-19 pandemic was most likely from a laboratory leak. And, 
The Biden administration is preparing to approve the massive Willow oil drilling project in the Alaskan Arctic over the objections of environmentalists and many Democrats who wanted the project scuttled. A compromise that is expected to be put forward by the administration clears the way for ConocoPhillips to proceed with the development of three drilling sites down from the five originally sought by the company. The decision is likely to mollify the oil and gas industry, which contends that Willow answers Mr. Biden's demands that operators pump more oil to put a lid on energy prices. Advocates for Willow say the development meets Mr. Biden's goals of shoring up U.S. energy security, creating union jobs, and fostering racial justice, as many Alaskan natives support ConocoPhillips' plans. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.